played. Could you imagine? It's a great song. If like, I don't know our PA's name in Kansas City, and I wish I did. Who? The oh, Chiefs. the dude? Yeah. I, I don't know that guy. Here come the Denver Broncos. And then that hits. That would be so hilarious. Game's over. <laughs> Game is over. Oh, because wasn't that the story last year? He was like, I don't want to hear any future in the locker room. He was out here playing Willennium, dude. Oh, that's that's how that's how cheesy this dude is. He was out here playing Willennium at practice and thought that was going to go over well. Oh. Like, who listens to Willennium on their own time voluntarily? Right. Like, I don't have a single. The only song I have from Will Smith on any of my Spotify playlists is Summertime. That's it. Like it. That's the only song. It's the only song he ever did. That, that's a that's a that's a, a certified hood classic from back in the day. Everything else he did, not for me. I liked Parents Don't Understand and Barely. I don't know those songs. Parents just don't understand. That's DJ Jazzy Jeff and Will Smith. Yeah, I didn't. I I just heard Summertime. I was like, that's it. Once he did getting jiggy with it, Miami and all that. No, nah, I'm good. I do like the uh Emma, uh, the Men in Black song. That one's okay. Well, it's because the sample is great. Yeah. Because he sampled um, Forget Me Nots by Patrice, uh, yeah, Patrice. Patrice Rush. Yeah. Um, great song. Yeah. Great song. That's the only one. That, that's, the, that's the reason why that song is, that, like, a lot of people like that song is because the sample was hot. No, 913 Miami does not go hard. And that's fine. No, Miami that's just, fine. Miami's a terrible song. That is an awful song. Party on the beach to the break of dawn in the city where the heat is on. Does that, that is mean, like, not good lyrics. That reminds me of like a that is not good lyrics. song. No. Uh, we do this every night at 8 o'clock. We do the out of left field question. Let's get to it. 913-586-7610. What is something you've tried that you will never try again? I always guard myself on this because I know the text line is going to get sexual. This show is called After Hours for a reason. I totally understand. I put that title on this name for a reason. It is what it is. From the 816, somebody says, Lutefisk, look it up. Only food I've ever seen Andrew Zimmern have no good things to say about it. I have seen that. It was like uh, the episode, I believe, he was like, it was like sitting in water and it had a strange odor. It was white. And he was like, this is the worst thing ever. 913-586-7610. That song does not go hard at all. Neither do you, Dusty. That's why you're on at night, and that's why you're listening, 913. You can kiss my white ass. <laughs> no, bro. Like, that's right. You're not on the radio because you think Miami by Will Smith goes hard. Neither do you, Dusty. That's why you're on the <laughs> That's night why no shit. one's asking what your opinion is on it. Yeah. Because you think Miami by Will Smith goes so hard. I think I know who you are. You defend Will Smith. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a nice night, 913. Uh, what's something you've tried? Just the that... two of us is a terrible song. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. I mean, the Austin Powers remake with Dr. Evil yeah, and Mini-Me was better. All he did was sample songs that were better than the song that he made. Because, like, just the two of us was sampled from Bill Withers. That's Correct. a better song than what Will Smith did. Bill Withers is, like, one of the most underrated artists yeah. of our time. Yeah, he's great. He's he's an all-time. He's a legend. Ain't no there. sunshine when she... All right. Anyways, uh, what's something that you, do, that you tried once that you'll never try again? Here's mine. And I mean this... From the bottom of my heart, I know there's a lot of people that are going to give me some crap about this because I've tried it once. I'll never try it again. Bone marrow. I went to Anton's downtown. 
The server talked us into it. At the time, I was in a relationship. The lady and I went to this place. They had great choices of steak. 913-586-7610. That's Chase Southland Toast Service. Text line for your responses. And uh, the server, we each got a ribeye. We got a couple glasses of Merlot. Goes well with steak. Paired well. And then he's like, you know, what do we do for uh, what do we do for an appetizer here? Oh, you got to get the bone marrow. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, I've seen all these things. I've read Anthony Bourdain books. I got three of them next to my bed. And he always is high on bone marrow. You got to try it. It's like meat caviar. They came with like pickled onion, a little bit of crustinis, which is just dried bread. And bro, it was terrible. I thought I was eating like meat loogie. It was slime. I saw your face. Slimy. Dude, it was slimy. I'm, I'm good, bro. It was clear. Yeah, if it's slimy, I'm good. It bro. was almost like meat semen. And I know that's a little risque to say on the radio. No, but that's, that's fine. what that was. There's, the, the, there's more risque ways yeah. you could say that. And that's what it looked like. Because it was on this giant bone. You had this little, like, looked like a butter knife that you had to scoop through the bone, put it on this cracker, put these pickled onions on it, and then smash it. And, like, the texture was bad. And I've had oysters, and I like oysters. And Anthony Bourdain has told me you should never eat oysters unless you go to an oyster bar and they're rocking them up in front of you, and it came out of the ocean. I'll never eat bone marrow again ever in my life because of the texture I had. I just felt like I was swallowing snot the entire time. Yeah, that sounds gross. It was terrible, and it was really expensive. That sounds terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You have anything that you tried once that you'll never try again? fantasy nba okay i'll never do that again i did that one i did that one year my freshman year at mizzou never again i was like dude this is stupid Mm. i don't i'm not i don't want to sit here and think about it i don't want to sit here because like there's so many many more ways to score in that sport than Mm. uh than in than in like fantasy football or in i mean fantasy baseball is hard too that sucks. It sucks. I, I just did a league this year because some friends of mine, like, were they were desperate for a 12th man, so I just did it Ugh. just to be nice. But, boy, man, like, fantasy NBA, oh, terrible. Terrible. They actually, I actually did a fantasy Big 12 basketball tournament, uh, fantasy Big 12 basketball league this past winter. Yeah. That was tough. That yeah. was different. I didn't know any of the players except for uh, Grady Dick. That was yeah. it. Ah. <sighs> 316 prostitutes. I got ripped off on my first try after my 20 year marriage collapsed. Yeah, I don't know if you ever want to go check those ladies out. Somebody's like, damn, just kill Will Smith. Yeah, we got we gotta keep it real. Well, his music. Well, music's not very good. He's a good slapper though. He'll slap the hell at you. 913, the dustman format is what makes it for me interacting with the audience as well. Some people don't like me, but that's fine. Uh, 913 TV gig TV's hard I thought it was pretty easy TV's hard My stepmother says liver and onions And water skiing Hurts too much when you wipe out I've never had liver and onions So I couldn't tell you what that's like mm. I've had veal before Veal's not good I don't like veal No? No Never do it again? Nope I don't think I've ever had liver and onions I've also never had uh, gizzards and livers. No, I'm not eating that. Mm. No. I don't think I need to I'm do good. that. I'm, I'm 36 yeah, years I'm, old. I don't need to try I'm stuff not eating, like that. I'm not eating other internal organs like that. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. I'll stick to the muscle. 913 says buying a used Mercedes. 
Oh yeah, you get the, yeah, you get them luxury cars. Oh yeah, that's tough. Yeah, them luxury cars are hard. Very expensive to do repairs on. I've heard the worst car you could buy is a BMW. Yes, because yeah, certain mechanics won't work on it. Yeah, because there's the parts can be a little expensive and they can be a little difficult. So usually you got to take it to a certified dealer, a certified mechanic for it. Right. Yeah, a lot of people buy them as status symbols, and then what ends up happening yeah. is the cost for maintenance end up kind of putting them in a tough spot, and they end up having to sell it. My brother was one of those people. Uh, someone says to me it was six chitlins. Somebody else says no. Nope, never tried chitlins. Never that's will. That's the gut of the pig. First right? time I smelled it, I was like, I'm good. You, that's like where all the poop comes, right? You yeah, gotta it's clean the, it's the gut the out. Yeah, yeah, the 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 first time I remember going to my grandma's place is like 20 years ago, mm. almost 20 years ago for she Thanksgiving. She had some chitlins. Usually, my my uh, usually my parents will would do uh, would do Thanksgiving, but one year we went to my grandma's place. Mm. She made some chitlins. Mm. I knew it immediately. As I walked in the kitchen, I was like, "Ooh, something smell like I, like something smell mm-hmm. smell like like crap." I was about to I was about to cuss. Um, <laughs> I was. I, this has been a couple times here. I've all, I've come close, but something smell like crap in here. And I was like, "Somebody made some chitlins." Mm. I was like, "I ain't touching that." You know it's chitlins because you smell it. Yeah, forty thousand millionaires buy BMWs. Somebody says talk sports. Maybe you've never heard this program nah, before. Nah, Every bro. night at 8 o'clock, we do the out of left field questions. So, again, said 40, another person can kiss my ass. Somebody said $40,000 millionaires. 100%. Yeah. $40,000 millionaires buy BMWs. 100%. Right. Somebody says something I tried once. I'll never do it again. Chopsticks. Yeah. I don't nah, know. That's easy. I don't mind them. I, they're not I can, hard. I can use them. Yeah, they're good. I use them with, uh, with sushi. I don't, because sushi is actually supposed to be a finger food. Yeah. So I don't use it. I usually use it for, like, ramen. Yeah. That's good, because you can just twill, you know, twirl that noodle. Yeah, it's not. I love sushi, man. It might be sneaking into a top three food. It's it's top three for me. I love sushi. (sighs) Everything about it is great. Flavor, texture. Great place down south, Sushi Haru. They didn't pay me to say that, but great place. But I'd love to they sponsored. Yeah. Do you Uh, imagine that? Yeah, I love if they sponsored character concerns. Mm. God, I love sushi. Um, one thing you tried once, you'll never try it again. 913-586-7610. I tried betting on the Chiefs to make a fourth down and one yard to go. I'll never do that again. Yeah, don't do that. Don't bet on them on, on yeah, because you can do, like, the individual play results. Don't do that. Yeah. If you're going to bet them to convert, bet them to convert, like, third and 15. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Somebody says, let it from the 913, letting a mousetrap snap on my bag because it was a dare. You just got to tell your friends you are who you are and that you're not a coward and that you just can't let that thing happen. Or you could just be like, no, I don't care if you guys dare me to do it. I'm not doing that. Just like, no. Like, that's not what we do. 913 Rocky Mountain oysters are not great. That's testicles, right? I think so. They put Ricky Mountain Oysters. But Rocky Mountain yeah. Oysters is probably what they meant. Yeah, I know what they meant. But Octopus, Crude. somebody said from the was I actually had Octopus in Lawrence at a really good restaurant. It was not bad. It was actually okay. I've, I've had it before. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. I've had eel before and like sushi. Not a fan. I think I like everything that comes with sushi except for what's the little white part? What's the, it's like you get it on the side, you get the. Uh, There's wasabi. Yep. And, and then, then what's the other? I can't remember the other one. Why can I not think of this? 
I don't use any ginger. Of, it's yeah, ginger. ginger. I don't, yeah. ginger. I don't use any of those. Oh, dude, I love wasabi, even though it's just uh, horseradish. Yeah, unless you're getting it from like yeah. the actual like, right. like Japan. Yeah, everything else is just horseradish. Yeah, yeah, I'm good on that. Somebody says grits. Had them in the army. Do not like grits. I, I used to have regular grits and cheese grits back mm-hmm. in the day. Do not like them. No. Yeah. Like it's funny because like in the black community, if yeah. you put if they'll look down on you, you put sugar and grits. Yeah. I used to put sugar and grits all the time because I hate grits. Seriously. Like like seriously, my people used to look down on me like that. Mm. But yeah, I I had to put sugar and grits because I don't like grits. There's a there's a. Uh, Third Street Social, Drew Lockstad owns at least Summit. Yeah. Andy. Yeah, yeah I know. They we, have we an know entree Andy. that is shrimp and grits, and it is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm good. Now, if I go to Waffle House, I don't get the grits. I get the hash browns because that's the number one hash brown in the world. Uh, one thing I tried once, I'll never try again, beets. I'll never eat beets again. Don't like beets. My yeah. stepdad was like, I'll pay for your bowling tonight with your friends because we used to go on Sunday nights in the summertime. He's like, if you eat that beet, my family loves beets. And I was like, okay. And I ate a beat, and I felt like I was eating nature's heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on beats. I felt like gangrel yeah. of the brood. Yeah. I thought I was eating like a cup full of right? blood, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, that's what I felt it's like. a mess. I'm good on that. Mm. I'll pass. Yeah, I can't do that. Shrimp and grits from the 913. I don't know, man. I had a good I had a good dish of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on grits. I used to have them. This is almost... Almost, almost 30 years now. It's like over 25 years ago I had I had them and I was like, nah, this ain't for me. Tang's another one. I tried Tang once in kinder care and then when they served it again, Tang's I said no. Tang's not good. No, Tang was not good. Tuna Helper had it once. Love never tuna. Had it oh, dude, I, I love tuna. I got some tuna helper at home. I'm going to tomorrow. I love it. Ugh. It's great. I get down on tuna good helper. hell. Get that cheesy pasta. The smell it makes when you oh, cook yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Get that cheesy pasta in there. Yeah, that's good. I don't know about all that. Someone from the someone from the 816 says marriage. We're stopping there. Like <laughs> Some people have a good thing in life. Tang is nasty. You're damn right it, it is. is it is nasty. It yeah. tastes like chalked orange juice. I got in trouble because I told the kinder care lady, bless her heart, 30s years ago. She gave it a glass of Tang in front of me. I said, I don't want that bleep. She said, we'll be talking to your mother when she gets here today. I said, I'm sorry. Mm. All right. That is the out of left field question here on 610 Sports Radio's edition of After Hours that you get late at night because I don't go hard like Will Smith. First off, Will Smith doesn't go hard. He's most overrated. He only goes hard if you talk about his wife, Ben. He also uh, is the most overrated actor of all time. Is he overrated? Name three great movies he's done. But that's Ali, what I'm saying. Pursuit is like of happiness. No, dude, people think that he's. Uh, well, you know what? Hold who on. thinks? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to go to break because we're way too okay. late. We'll get into this discussion on the other side. Plus okay. sports. I promise. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. ever producing better play Miami to bring us back. Oh, that won't go happen. I was going to play a good song. Mm. Is anybody salty if Texas wins the World Series at Dayton Moore gets to... Who is mad? Like, Dayton Moore didn't build that team. He's just there collecting checks. But he did give us Cole Reagans. He did. He did. Because, of course, he can't evaluate pitching. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, he's trash. Let's send him to Kansas City. Just send us an ace. Send us an ace bag. Get us some bag. Because he's definitely the starter next year at opening day, right? Like, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, I don't I don't know who's better. It ain't Singer. It, it ain't, ain't Lynch. Singer. I mean... It ain't Grinky. He's gonna retire. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think there's anybody there right, right. now. Somebody said that person said boo. Like I wasn't playing no damn Will Smith coming uh. back. I was gonna play some real music. There's a funny bit in Family Guy, where it's like uh, it's like a cutaway. <laughs> it's like Peter. all of the funny bits are cutaways generally. And Peter Griffin's like it's like Will Smith doing a really bad like children's song and it's like yeah. wipe your shoes off on the carpet so you you know it's like, yeah yeah get a job so you can pay for school supplies oh that is literally how his music <laughs> sounds i can't that's why i just can't listen to remember he put out that song what was it called switch or whatever I don't know, I don't back in like 08 and i remember hearing on the radio i was like will stop yeah stop like willinium was the last straw like you, we were done after that, and then you kept trying again, and like th- th- this, that was his last hurrah, and it was terrible. I was like, "Will, just hang it up, just yeah, just do movies." I was more into Usher because that's what the women liked, and then I all of a sudden just started to love Usher because he yeah, also came Usher, out with an album on my birthday called like Eight Seven or whatever. Yeah, Usher was huge in the two thousands. Halftime performer, real big. I mean, I remember being like, "Okay, okay, Usher, I see you." Yeah, we, like uh, obviously, like the big hit, watched. the big hit was yeah. Like, yeah, it was like, that was when he came out with Let It Burn. I made it a point to like literally learn that song word for word. Like, even the speak part at the very beginning. Let It It Burn was very popular. Love you. Confessions, though. Great song. Confessions was a hit. Great song. That was scandalous. Everybody's like, oh, man, confessions. What I'm gonna do with part two of my confession? Everybody's like, "Oh man, I love Usher, Usher out here!" All these, all these boys were listening to Will Smith. Me as a man, I was listening to Usher because I was trying to get your girl because you were listening to Will Smith with your boys, trying to pay for school supplies. <laughs> yeah, we never listened to Will Smith where yeah, I came from. Well, we I didn't go did. to Ruskin. I went to Blue Springs. Yeah, we, so we, we didn't we didn't mess with no Will Smith back then. Mm. <laughs> we was we was listening to other stuff. Tang is, Switch man. and Gold Digger in my top five least favorite songs here. You're right. Somebody says, Usher will make you sad about a breakup. Well, yeah, because he did like half his yeah. songs are like breakup songs. Yeah. You should be sad if you get broken up. Even yeah. if you had a rough ending, yeah. you should still be sad. Yeah, no, he, he, half his songs, well, it was, first off, his music was geared towards women. It wasn't mm. geared towards us. Yeah. It was it was towards women. Like, that's why you see them women out here fainting over him and, mm. you know, fawning over him at they constant. Like, Kiki Palmer was out there, and then her, her ex-man was out here tripping mm-hmm. on Insta, even though he knew what it was about. That's Usher, bro. You know how it is. I need to apologize, because the guy I told to kiss my ass is like to give you a hard time. Does he have a nice night, fellas? <laughs> I apologize. Please forgive me, 913. I really am a nice guy. I'm not mean. <laughs> yeah, we yeah three six is another one we listen to. Three six mafia. They had a little run. They had a little run. You know what's weird is you you're always gonna think that Blue Springs is a bunch of white boys, which it probably was. I mean it it was, but it was. I mean I knew some I knew some people from there. We so. listened to Hot Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. No, I yeah I know. Yeah. I used to go, like when used, they had I need a hot girl when that came out. Yeah. When Lil Wayne was like fifteen, spitting. Yeah, yeah. I knew every word to that song, and when my parents came into my room and heard me singing that song, <laughs> they probably like, was like what? Said, I like I'm hot. The ones what that don't do tell me when to, to stop. What do you listen to, boy? Yeah, and yeah. then actually I got caught 
because uh, I always had to get parental advisory or edited CDs. You had to get edited CDs? I did. What? Uh, when I was in seventh grade. Because my parents like, I don't want you to like learn that language, even though I already knew it because I watched like the Attitude Era. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah. they were cussing on 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 wrestling. Yeah, they and, were. I mean, Stone Cold was saying the B word every night, and I had Jay Z's Blueprint One. Great album. Oh, fantastic! Great album. And my mom came in and was like, "Oh, that doesn't sound edited. How many other edit- unedited CDs do you have?" Because I had a buddy lived up the street named Zach. He burned you some CDs. No, I would give him money because he would go to Kmart. Really? With his parents. This he right would buy before, This is right before burning CDs. Oh, okay. this is right before. Okay. And he would go to Kmart with his mom on Tuesdays when new CDs came out and, D- and, and DVDs came out, which we weren't buying DVDs yet. Yeah. But like new CDs came out, and I'd be like, hey, "Here's here's twelve bucks. I want the new Dr. Yeah, Dre 20, yeah. 2001 Chronic." And man, I had Marshall Mathers LP, Slim Shady LP. I had Kid Rock's Only God Knows Why, and Only God Knows Why I had that. Because um, you were a kid, and yeah. you thought Kid Rock was good. Jay-Z Blueprint and DMX's Black Album that had, like, Y'all Go Make Me Lose. Yeah, I had all those yeah. albums, and they were just like, where are you getting this? And I was like, don't worry about it. I couldn't oh, wrap my friend out. <laughs> so I actually, my, my dad's, you know, he DJs yeah. on the side. So uh, he would burn CDs mm-hmm. for... Me and my cousin. Which I then did that. Yeah. I got a burn maker. He did that. And, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I I was listening. I don't know if you ever heard of Body Count. Mm-hmm. As Ice T's metal There's band. There's a new term for that now, though. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, Body Count was Ice T's metal band back in the day, uh, back in the early 90s. Yeah, I was listening to them. If any of y'all ever heard Body Count, like, that's the kind of stuff I was listening to when I was three. Yeah. Like, my dad was, he was hardcore on it. Like we, I was listening to like NWA and all of that when I was a little kid. So at the police comes yeah, a fighter. No, I was, li- yeah, I was listening to Public <laughs> Enemy and all that. Like I was listening to the hardcore stuff when yeah. I was real young. I so, love Public yeah. Enemy. Yeah, no, I was listening. I've been listening to that stuff for years. It took them twenty five years to kick Flavor Flav out. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk minute. anything about what I wanted to talk about, but we will when we get back. Before I do that, uh, Dusty, my son, just turned seven today. He listens to every 610 show often with me. His name is Taxon. I believe I'm saying that right. Uh, and he's listening in the car right now. Can he get a happy birthday shout out? Taxon from 610 Sports Radio and Dusty Likens. Happy birthday, young man. Enjoy it. I'd do anything to be seven years old again just because there's not a worry in the world, but keep living your life, man. On the other side, James Palmer. And Dan Lebetard, they both get on to the Denver Broncos. It's not a Russell Wilson issue. It's a Sean Payton issue. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Brace yourselves. Heating season is coming. It's hard to think about right now, but this is the absolute best time to prepare for a warm and comfy winter. Don't wait until you're cold to make the switch to an Energy Star certified, compact, high-efficiency boiler from Navient. Find your local Navient installer at BoilerComfort.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing together millions of things for our planet. Now that it's autumn, check window and door seals for proper insulation and replace your furnace air filter. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? You're listening to 610 Sports Radio, the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. For the first time ever. After hours, Dusty Lag is only 25 more minutes left to go. I know it's short lived, but um, no after hours on Thursday, obviously. Chiefs will be on. Um, 
Remember, Thursday night, you'll get the Arrowhead Pride postgame show with Jay Binkley, where callers, Pete Sweeney, Josh Klinger, all join Bink in that postgame. Remember, Thursday, 825, Nate Taylor on Fesco in the morning. I'll be in for Cody Tapp on Thursday, so I'm with Alex Gold from 10 to 2, him and Drew Nixon as well. We'll have Danon Hughes at 11. We'll have Paul Charchian at 1. Tomorrow, DA's on with Fesco in the morning at 930. Pete Sweeney is on the drive at 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock, and then Pete Sweeney and I will do AP radio for Wednesday night, so remember to listen to that. Uh, as well, plus tomorrow morning, the Character Concerns podcast drops with Binkley and the guy that you hear tonight, Chris Nocero. So if you want some insight on where everything's going to fall when it gets to April, I know you think April's such a long way away. Comes fast. Man, be here before you know it. You'll be like, I didn't know the Chiefs were interested in this. Well, if you listen to Character Concerns, you know damn well who the Chiefs might be interested in. Yeah. I mean, I did get that first round pick right. Felix on UDK Uzama. Or yeah, Osama. Omenihue will be back in two weeks. Yeah, he, uh, he, one more game. This Thursday is hey, the last suspension. That's Felix it. had a uh, he had a pressure this past week, didn't he? He's been actually yeah. he's actually done pretty well at Coming getting the pressures. Yeah, he's been doing well with getting pressures. It's just getting home and yeah. look, he's young and he's you know he's had to adjust to playing more on the outside than he was in college. But yeah, no, he's he's showing some promise, but he's young. And yeah. look, you ain't got to be great right now. You already have a defense that's fantastic. He's so just, just got to be learn. a rotational piece right now. Yeah. They're not going to rely on him this year once Omenihue gets in, unless something happens, yeah. Andrew. And not only that, but like Mike Dan is killing it right now, dude. He like he's killing the game it. last week. Yeah, you can put him inside, outside. He's really killing it is on he the have inside. A contract here. Yeah, I think this is contract. Okay, that makes year. sense. Yeah, so he's he's like like the late Therese used to say, contract year is undefeated, mm-hmm. and uh, he, it is one hundred percent true right now for Dana. This is also one hundred percent true from James Paul Renfield Network. Guys, I was at that Nathaniel Hackett Bowl. It's a credential I'll save. I'll probably put it on the wall and think about it often moving forward. And it's true. You look at the Denver Broncos and being there yesterday. The sense that I get from players in that locker room is a potential teardown is coming. That's just the way some of these players. Feel. Ian, you had a report yesterday about Frank Clark that I've heard similar things. There are thoughts in that locker room to where changes could start happening in terms of this roster before the trade deadline. Now they sit at one and four. Randy Gregory, guys, that move, that release, and then ended up being a trade, being in that locker room last week, that's what really shook up this group. If you ask my opinion, talking to players, it was, okay, now Sean Payton's going to come in and start doing things his way in a sense. What happened in this game on the field was once again a tale of two halves. They haven't been able to put a full game together. Sean Payton upset about not running the football in the second half. They come out of halftime, guys, five straight possessions, negative 18 yards total. That doesn't that happen very often in the NFL, and that's, uh, that's not going to get you a lot of happy guys in your locker room. It was just an ineffective offense and a defense that has had an inability to stop the run at a historic level. Uh, so far this season. So that's James Palmer on NFL Network talking about how things are slowly but surely going to fire sale mode. I think if you wanted to put a futures bet, which you can't, on the likelihood of Patrick Sertan Jr. not being a Bronco in the next three weeks, go ahead and bet the 401k on that. They're going to clean house. They're Don't gonna... bet your 401k. Okay. That's well, a terrible financial advice. <laughs> well, I mean, they're going, you can't bet on anyway. So I know you can't, but if you could, don't do that. That's called sarcasm, Chris. I, I sarcasm. Just, I know because not everyone gets sarcasm. Somebody's like, oh, really? Bet the 401k? Well, it's, don't, it's don't a, yeah, it's a bet you can't. With, you all, can't these, with all these crypto bros, people getting scammed by crypto bros. Yeah, no, let's, let's, don't do that, guys. Okay. Sarcasm. But here's the thing. 
The Denver Broncos are imploding for the second year in a row. Last year, it was because their quarterback was cringy and he didn't get along with his head coach, who he decided to bring in because he tried to bring in that Green Bay Aaron Rodgers sort of mechanism, and it didn't work, and it blew up in their face. This year, they went out and got a a coach who was what some might say was a hot commodity. We had Harold Kuntz on here last uh, two hours ago, and he was saying the right things at the right time. He's not overrated, underrated. He's perfectly rated because he's a guy that should have stayed out of football. Like, it's always tough for athletes to come back after they've been out for so long to stay up with the Joneses, per se. It's the same way with coaching. If you're out and you try to come back in, that's why you don't see it very often. And if you do, a coach is fired and then he's hired within the same year. Or he goes as a coordinator, right? Like, he's a head coach and then he becomes a coordinator and he stays within the time, so he's not going. You get out of the game. And you go become an anchor or you become a talking head about the sport. You're no longer in the P's and Q's, the X's and O's. You're not crossing the T's and dotting the I's of the NFL season. You just are not doing it. And it's not your thing anymore. And the NFL moves at such a fast pace that it's hard to keep up with it if you're ever out of it. And for the first time this year, and the first time in probably a year and a half, I can gladly say... Russell Wilson is not the problem. Russell Wilson is not the problem for the Denver Broncos. He is part of the long-term problem because you can't get away from him, and he's not anywhere near what he was for those three and a half years in Seattle. You can say there were more, but I don't believe so. And not only that, to defend that, they had a conversation on the Levitard show about how bad Denver's been. What are they going to do about their situation? Because it would seem that they are proper bleeped there. It's not like that's going any of that's going to get Man. fixed. They're talking about Denver's going to trade everyone. Sertan's going to be worth something to somebody. Somebody's going to give up a first-round pick for Sertan because of the corner that, yeah. that he is. How do you fix what's happening in Denver? I don't know how you fix it. And I think this is like this is this is the thing that puts franchises in turmoil. Because honestly, Russell Wilson isn't playing that bad. I want I want to put that on record, right? There are plays, there are moments. Obviously, you don't it's you don't want to fumble late in the game for it to turn into a W for the other team. He's on pace for like forty touchdowns and eight interceptions. He's not playing bad. <laughs> yeah, Sean right? Payton is to a degree doing what he was brought there to do, which was Fix rescue Russell. Russell. To a, he's not Russell's not helping them win, but he's not the reason that they're losing quite like last year. I agree, and and I and I think it is a cop out to start to point. Oh, we got to trade everyone. You start those murmurs. They're being out coached. And that should be the conversation. Anytime somebody puts 70 points against you, it does not matter who you have out there as a player. This is the NFL. I've played for some very bad teams. We know that. We've addressed that. We've talked about that times. at length. We address it too many <laughs> times. And, and every time I'm on here, here, it's the first thing that comes up. Sorry. <laughs> and even still, nowhere near close to losing by 50 points and having 70 points put up against us because there is parity. We're all on scholarship in the NFL. There is a level of just ability that even the worst teams have. So when you lose by that many and you get 70 put on you in this day and age, that is 100% coaching. So, yes, go look at the film and go say all those things. But the number one place you need to be looking is in the mirror and at your coaching staff and say, how do we allow ourselves to get that embarrassed because we got outcoached in every phase of the game? And so how do you fix it? You either get your coaching staff right you get yourself back on the same page, and you prove that the NFL football game has not passed you by. Because 
it looks like it is moving a lot faster and at a pace that Sean Payton can't keep up with. Sean Payton can't keep up with it. You get dropped 70 points. Would they say that was the most points in a game since 1966 when that happened? Yeah, I think so. I think that was the exact year. Yeah. And Russell Wilson, 106.1 QBR, 12-10 in yards. Uh, that's 1,210. 11-2 when it comes to touchdowns versus interception ratio and 66.9 completion percentage. Those aren't bad numbers. They're not great numbers. They're not bad numbers. They're above par numbers for a quarterback. Now, some of those, you know, numbers have come in garbage time, and that is what it is. But, again, numbers are numbers. And they're terrible defenses he's played, too. Right. Like, he's played against, like, the, the Bears, Bears defense, the, the Commanders defense, Raiders. the Dolphins. And, and he didn't didn't play that great against the Dolphins. The Raiders defense is about middle, middle of the road. But he's played some bad defenses, and that's where a lot of those numbers are coming from. Right. But they're not – he's not terrible. He and, just can't fix that team. And my thing that I want to see the Chiefs do – is that you have a team. Did you ever watch uh, like Blue Planet or anything like that where like the they have a segment where the orcas are trying to show how they can strategize of killing a baby seal or not a baby, a seal? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen okay, that. Okay, well, there's one where there's like a seal's like in this huge pallet of ice and orcas are so smart and they just work together about to, to, get his ass. to break that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To break that ice down and they cause like ripples and waves and then they finally get him. Oh, right. Don't mess with them orcas, man. No, dude, they're weird. Yeah, they get you. Yeah. And so, like, that's what the, their Denver's at right now. Like, Denver started the season on a continent full of ice, and it's slowly but surely breaking down. I want the Chiefs to be those orcas on Thursday night where it's just over, and the team implodes, and all the, st- all the stuff comes out in the media, and it's like the locker room was quiet. Nobody's talking to Sean Payton. Sean Payton's lost this locker room, and it's over. I don't think he can get fired in one year, but if it goes very, very, very far south, there is a chance. And the Chiefs are very good at breaking teams to their final breaking point, and Denver is on very, very thin ice. The defense is terrible. Um, that's not fixable this year, especially now they're starting to trade away and you know yeah, let guys it go. It may not be fixable next year. Yeah, I don't think so either. You're not going to fix that with just the draft of free well, agency. We have no pass rush. You have no linebackers. And your quarterback's taking up a huge chunk of your salary cap right now. you have right a top now. five corner in the NFL. Yeah, and you're probably going to trade them. Yeah. So, I mean, they're they're in a tough spot. They moved so much draft capital to go get Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. It put them in a really bad spot. So they're not doing too hot right now. I mean, that trade for Russell Wilson really set them back because it had to work. You move multiple first, you know, two first round picks and like a second or something. Right. I mean, that's that's devastating when it doesn't work out. And then you pay that guy market value for what he for what the his position pulls and it has not worked out for him. So, I mean. This team's not going to be fixable anytime soon, mm-hmm. especially because of that contract. And it's going to be tough for them to give it to Sean Payton because they gave him a lot of money on his contract. And they're going to have to eat that if they let him go. So, And on top of that, the, George Patton, their uh, general manager, this is basically his legacy right here. Mm-hmm. This is his – because he he's the one that hired Nathaniel Hackett. It didn't work out with Hackett. And so now Payton is, was supposed to be the savior. If this doesn't work – he can't keep his job in Denver. You just can't. You can't get the guy that messed up with the big hire. Could have gotten B enemy. Could have. Probably would have been better. Hell, they could have got him years ago too. Yeah. And they didn't. So And that's know. funny too, because Harold Coons reminded us of Vance Joseph still on that team. He is. He it was weird because he got fired as head mm-hmm. coach. And then they, Sean Payton brought him back as a DC. It was mm-hmm. weird. It's so weird.
I don't have we ever seen that before? Nothing about that team makes sense. And you love to see it. Haven't beat the Chiefs since 2015. Like the Royals were the best team in baseball the last time Denver won. Right. It's weird. And they just lost 57 games this year. Man, it's really. Well, they just won 57. Or won 57. Yeah. If they lost 57, we'd be talking yeah, about Yeah, we'd that be talking time. about them right now playing. <laughs> we wouldn't be talking about that. Well, we'd be talking about the Chiefs, but we'd be talking more about the Royals. Well, a lot more about the Royals right now, yeah. Gosh. Man, those were the days, too. It's just crazy to think that they brought in Peyton and won a Super Bowl and went to another one. And then they brought in another Peyton and he's terrible. I mean, he's not good. No. And I, like I said, I, I said this in the first hour. I just believe it's overconfident. Yes. He thought he could fix a problem that couldn't be fixed. Oh, I can do it. It was a bad job. How long that was, was he a bad football? Job. Three years? Uh, I don't even think that long. Maybe two. I think Dennis Allen, this is his third year with the as the Saints head coach. So he was good. the DC before that. So yeah, I th- pretty sure Peyton's last year was twenty twenty with the Saints. He lost Breeze. He's like, you know what? I think I'm gonna step away. Yeah, he should have stepped away before that. Yeah. Like he was he stepped away because he was gonna get fired. Yep. And he didn't want to get fired. No. So he decided to step away before that. And then because he was on the hot seat for like two years before mm-hmm. that. So plus he had had that full season suspension for yeah, being a crook. Yeah, because after the after the Minneapolis miracle, he was on the hot seat after that. Because everyone was like, we should have got there. Right. So it since then it hasn't been the same. We wrapped this show up on the other side. Chris and Osiro, Dusty Likens with you. This has been a fun night so far, but we got to finish this show with one more segment left. It's after hours on Six Ten Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. good job rule song hmm. and here's the thing uh, as great as, as great as this song is yeah the song is samples better you love samples oh i love samples what'd you say the minute black one was it was uh forget me nots by patrice okay. russian i need to look that up tonight great song i'll be patio sitting tonight yeah it's a great song i like to sit on the patio and and think about things yeah and have a few adult beverages i get it last night i had a bottle of um cab savion yeah it was great it's nice little bitterness in the air. It's a little warmer tonight than it was last night. Yeah. Uh, 63 tonight, light drizzle, but tonight might be a couple brews, you know, and some tunes. A little bit of a warm up here before mm-hmm. it cools off at the end of the week. Yeah. Last night was a cab sob full bottle. Uh, the music was a little down, which is fine. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't say my mood was down. I mean, I was thinking heavily about a lot of things. Well, one thing in particular, I'm not going to bring it up. It's nobody's business. And you don't have to talk about it. That's fine. You should have just kept that to yourself. Yeah, well, <laughs> sometimes I'm an extrovert too much. <laughs> you know, that's the way the, that the Lord above made me. They did, he didn't put an inner monologue into my yeah. body. He just said, speak your mind. And that's what I do. Uh, you remember when I told you I was going to help my buddy coach soccer? Dude, we went undefeated. Did you? Yeah, did you help or were you just there? Oh, no, I'm on the side. I'm on the coaching staff. Didn't you say you were like offensive coordinator, the OC? I yeah. thought you were DC okay. office. Coordinator. I was DC first game. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I remember you saying DC and then I kept going to my buddy. I'm like, Hey, you should try this, try this. And he was like, all right. So did yeah. You, did you tell him to push up on the back line? Mm-hmm. Like I told you, good. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Yeah. Cause they don't really call there. This is the, first there's no year plays. They, well, they don't is, really call plays. This is the first year they call off sides. 
Oh yeah, they so don't. They, they, they weren't calling it. Yeah, that's been tough to teach third and fourth year old girls. That's why you tell them to push up so you can force girl. it. Yeah. So you can force it. Yeah. And so, but we've got a good team. We went. We went six one and zero. We had a draw with the only other undefeated team last Sunday when I got back in town around like noon. And uh, Friday night, I have a golf tournament Friday, so I'll be out for after hours. Binkley will be in, but I have a golf tournament for a great cause. I can't. I can't miss it. And then Friday night at, uh, I think it's six o'clock, we play playoff game number one. And then Saturday they play again. I'll be out of town again this weekend. So I'll miss the two games on Saturday, or the game on Saturday. And then Sunday, I don't know if they'll play. But yeah, we're 6-1-1. Uh, we're 6-1-0. One one. One oh. Didn't lose. Lee Summit Mustangs, baby. Let's go. The back of my jersey just says Coach Wolf. So now that you're offensive coordinator, mm-hmm. just tell your players, don't mm-hmm. be afraid to pass the ball backwards mm-hmm. to maintain possession. Yeah, we're uh what we're teaching them is pullbacks, a lot of pullbacks this year. Yeah. And then try to like start on the outside and then move to the middle. Cuz like what they want to do is they all want to gravitate to the middle with each right. other yeah. and just like yeah. and the other thing too is that it's crazy is like I bet if you put the over under on 15 you can hear coach Wolf on the sideline like right when they get right close to the box, I'm just like shoot like every single time oh yeah they gotta shoot because that goalie they take too long and they'll they'll dribble too much into the box yeah they'll that's the problem is they usually people want to dribble too far into the box Mm. and then the goalie just comes up and 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 snuffs it out so you what you want to do is you want to make first off you oh that's a monster uh (laughs) but you want to do is you want to tell your wings to space out Mm. and not to crash in and then have your mid midfielders come up and crash yeah and then just make sure that they that they are make, maintaining their spacing so that the defense has to spread out too. Because mm. if you do that, you you'll have an advantage over the back line. But if you scrunch up, it's easier for the for you to be defended. So. Right. It's fun though, man. I've had a good time. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah. It's funny because I'm like, which one's your kid? <laughs> Come again? Uh, I don't have one. Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> I'm helping my friend out. We got uh, hammered at the bar, and he's like, "Man, I'm gonna need a lot of help this year. You don't know what it's like to coach." third grade and fourth grade girls and try to, you know, do it. You know, I'm, like, I'm sure it's tough with little kids just because they don't understand the it's strategy as much. Been a lot easier that they're winning. Yeah. Cause it's like every game they want to go out there and win. They start to know yeah. their record it's easier to get, a, get them to buy in when you're winning. Yeah. yeah. It's been fun though. Uh, tonight's been fun. Thanks to Harold Kuntz uh, for joining the show. Every Tuesday we'll, we'll use somebody locally uh, within the media and have them come on and talk sports and everything like that. Texas, by the way, getting ready to win. They're up seven to one. It's home run derby in, in Texas. So they are um, smoking it over it's, there. It's it's nasty. You don't need to watch it. Um but uh yeah, Denver, Kansas City, any predictions? You think you think they win by ten and a half? That's the line? Ten and a half. Yeah. That's tough. You man. think this game's like twenty one to ten? I think it's probably 27-17. I think I would take the I would take the Was it the second game last year the Chiefs were up big and then like yeah. somehow Denver uh, came all the way back? It was the back. one in Denver. So there's a second one. I think. I don't the both games no, were it was close. The, that was the first one. Okay. That was the first both one. Both games were close. Yes, they were. Yeah, no, that one, yeah, they got up big and then Denver started coming back. Yeah. Shout out Mary, shout out Robert, shout out Bobby. My buddy from from my other job. He's like, I listened to you tonight. I don't normally get a lot of chances to listen to you, but I liked it. I think you're going to make it. Well, <laughs> we we share a lot in common. Thanks to Chris and Nacero. Thanks to all of you on the text line. Have a great night. Kansas City, go do nice things for nice people. You never know what that could do for them the rest of their day, week, life, or month. 
It's cool to care. Stay safe, Kansas City. Love you all. Good night. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.